Saturday, December 16th at the Troy's Farmer's Market, there'll be a booth for people to share their food memories. Amy Halloran, writer and change agent and the author of The New Bread Basket, is the creator of the booth. And she joins us now to tell us a bit more about this project. Welcome back to the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Let's begin a little bit with your background uh, and your interest in food. How did you come to this spot of your work? Well, I've always been a baker and I, um, I'm also a writer. And so as a, as a writer, I decided I would not earn my living by writing, but through food. So I, um, I've been focused on food writing for a long time now, and I ran the farmer's market in Troy, and that really led me into wanting to tell the stories of people who make our food. Um, I realized that we just don't know enough about where our food comes from, and I set out on a mission to do that, and here I am. And how does that relate to the project that you're bringing to the mm -hmm. Troy Farmers Market on December 16th? So since I spend a lot of time writing and thinking about the emotional, of the evocative powers of food, I wanted to invite people into this. Um, everyone has the capacity to connect to food as an individual and to each other. And so food is this incredible, potent thing that we all do together, but individually. And I wanted to, um, I got curious about tapping into this, this personal public space as I've been researching my next book, which is about the local history of factory bread. Um, so it's not, is it the taste that we remember of Fryhofer's bread, those of us who grew up around here, or is it the, the so many cultural and community facts, like people just a generation older than me remember Freddie Fryhofer's birthday, or Freddie Fryhofer's TV show and getting to be on it on your birthday. And it was, it was really a while. Yeah, it's, hmm. it was a real thing. I remember Fryhofer's as a place and I could smell the bakery. I grew up right around the corner from the sanctuary till I was six and I could smell that bread baking. Um, and it really fixed in my mind, you know, the smell of home. So with this project, I'm inviting people to dig into their own food memories. I have worksheets for people to do right there or elsewhere. I also have a virtual food memory box where I'm inviting people to think about different specific aspects of food. They're writing prompts to just get people rolling. Um, my purpose is not to create a product, but to create engagement and get people connected to their own feelings and thinking and memories and maybe share them with each other. I've been doing this for a, about a month now on and off in different places. Uh, I handed out a lot of sheets before Thanksgiving and suggested people sit up, sit with their families and think about the food in another way if they wanted. Um, 
it's it's been a really great fun thing to do so when you go to these things um what are are there specific things you're looking for and then what are some common stories that you're hearing well since i'm you know i uh I'm hearing a lot about bread because bread is my, uh, my basic. Um, but people, so people are remembering their sandwiches or talking about the bread that they eat now is very different from the bread that they grew up with. They might've grown up with some kind of, uh, wonder bread, but now they prefer something like the Placid Baker or make their own sourdough bread. Um, so things like that. Uh, one question that I'm asking people is to think about watching someone cook and, you know, what are they doing with their hands? What's on the counter? And so I get very personal memories of, of what folks have experienced. Those are a couple of things. And I'll be doing this again at the farmer's market on Saturday December 16th. Um, I'll also be handing out a food memory box zine that I've put together. It has an essay that I wrote about the local history of factory bread and a few recipes. I uh, revived a recipe for hermit cookies, which Fryhoffers used to make here, but as Fryhoffers was bought, um, you know, by other companies nationally and then internationally, it got rid of a few key recipes. And one of them, I uh, helped uh, worked with the Placid Baker to figure out, a, you know, a, an echo of that is the hermit cookies. So these are a molasses, a chewy molasses cookie that are come in a bar with raisins. And um, kids who don't like raisins are willing to eat these cookies. So people can get recipes for those as well as um, some oatmeal bread, which is kind of like Fryhofer's, but different. And all of this work is possible because I got a grant through the Troy Waterfront Farmers Market and um, to explore these food memory ideas and it was granted by the Art Center and um, the New York State Council on the Arts. So I'm very grateful to have um, funding to, to get to help people think about food. Since you mentioned bread, it's very interesting because often bread can't travel very far because it is very fresh. So it's very regionally specific. I know mm -hmm. for my German family, bread is like a love language and um, uh, so when you collect these stories, you mentioned that it's not about the product, but will anything come out from these collections of stories? They are, they may turn into an audio project with my friend, Justin Baker, who has um, an, a podcast called Art Town. And I think we'll do an episode called Food Town, where I'll talk about the project and read um, some of, some of what people have written and, and if people want to, um, read their own work, they've indicated that and I can get in touch with them. So that's the closest thing to a product. Yeah. So why does food, uh, trigger memories? Do you think it's such a, it's such a powerful memory 
uh, aspect of our memory. So what is it about it and how important is food to our memory bank? So I think it's partially because of the sense of smell and that goes to the oldest part of our brain. It, the, the memories that are formed by smell, they go straight back. Um, they don't have to go through words or other things. So smell and food. I also think, um, sometimes I think, my gosh, we're doing this thing with our bodies in public. It's a very, very intimate thing to eat. We're putting things in our mouths. We're yes. putting things, you know, we, yeah. sometimes we're feeding each other literally with our hands. It's so, it's so intimate and I don't think we celebrate that uh, quality of it enough that this we're meant to connect with each other. We're meant to, it's not just about sitting around the table, but it's about literally feeding each other. And food is, is a conduit for the ways that we care. Um, sometimes I think that that gets a little abused. You know, we, we try to use food as a shorthand to make caring um, visible and we're kind of really skirting from the actual work, but it is a super potent tool that we have at our disposal. So I have so many good memories around food, you know, working in the cooking in the kitchen with my mother around holidays or stuff or when family came into town, do you have a specific food memory that you can share with us or a food memory that you've heard from somebody else? Well, I was just making Buckeyes with my mom. My mom is getting ready for a bake sale at the uh, place where she lives now. And so we made Buckeyes, which are these peanut butter balls that you you wrap with um you dip in chocolate and it was it was really funny to be making them because we didn't make them frequently they were what another her her uncle I mean my uncle's family would bring to us so we always looked forward to these things so it was very strange to be making these things you know kind of like putting a favorite record on the record player but you're doing it in a totally different way. And I love that you can do that, fiddle around with recipes and, and travel down highways. Amy Halloran, what a pleasure. This uh, memory booth around food on Saturday, December 16th at the Troy Farmer's Market sounds like something I'll, I'll stop by and uh, just what a great idea. And also just, um, you have been a really core part of Kitchen Sanctuary and our food culture around the sanctuary. So um, I know you're really um, revered around Troy for your food knowledge. So thanks for joining us. No, oh, thanks for having me. I love the chance to chat. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. <laughs>